Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 103. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful panel. To my left, he is the 10th one of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickalish himself, Richard Garcia. Hey, hey, everyone. And also joining us, you know him, you love him. He's the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. You know him, you like him, you might hate him. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, the most handsomest man alive, Byron Pagdalau. Oh, the good news is me and Toxic are on the same boat, so that's fine. Ooh. We're going to have uh, some spicy takes uh, today. So uh, without further ado, how are you guys doing? Doing well. I mean, uh, getting used to quarantine, really liking my cooking lately. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, doing pretty good. Excited that the we're kind of opening up again. It looks like people are out and about. Yeah, it's it's, it's starting to it's starting, uh, which right. is which is always good news, um, right? Because I don't know, I'm getting over this. <laughs> I want very I want, definitely. I want life to go back to normal. Nice look, Dick. Dick with a new look. Ooh, look Dicky boy. My cheese mo right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool, cool. And that was Dick. There we go. Um, but yeah, the uh, the coronavirus is really messing up a lot of stuff in a lot of people's lives. Um, wrestling in general is just, I feel like it's just kind of holding its place, not really doing much. We have a pay-per-view tomorrow. It's on Mother's Day. I'm going to call it Mother's in the Bank. And um, yeah. that's going to be the name of the episode. Um, but what, are you guys excited for this? We, we'll get into our predictions and stuff, but... I'm I'm actually pretty hyped for it. It, it seems like it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining as hell. Right. It's a good weekend for sports. We have uh I found out that soccer's coming back, UFC's tonight, um, and then we have money in the bank as a business as usual tomorrow night. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, and then what, a week or two we have double or nothing coming up, AEW. So yeah. Royal Day weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be dope. I'm excited. Um but now that we got the intro out of the way, let's get into our sponsors. Let's give it up for our friends at lapelyeah.com. If you're ever the market for some wrestling merchandise, look no further. Go to lapelyeah.com, use our promo code put me over, and in turn, that website will put you over. You get 20% off your entire order. Uh, act fast because supplies are limited. Uh, always drop in hot fire, hot merch. Um, so definitely go check them out. And speaking of hot fire, we got to give it up to our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel on Instagram. Continuing their dominance in just fire merchandise, um, they got some stuff coming up that is going to be equally as fire. But the bad booking shirt, we all bought it. We all bought the shirt. Yeah, um, it was it was a must own. So definitely go to Grudge Match Brand, turn on them notifications, go to their Instagram, turn on them notifications, and uh, support local small businesses because these guys uh, not only do they put out a great product, but you know, in this time, time and time of age, time of day. Uh, we definitely need to help out um, our brothers and sisters out there supporting their small businesses. Um, also, if you want to support this small business, go to PutMeOverPodcast.com for all of your Put Me Over Podcast merchandise wants and needs. Uh, we got a lot of stuff for sale there, so go check that out. New designs on their way. Um, you can use the promo code Kofi for the number four ever, and you'll get 20% off your order there. So definitely go check that out. And uh, that's it. That's it for the plugs, guys. Uh, but with that being said, let's get into the news. 
Let's get into the dirtiest news the, from the dirt sheets themselves with our boy Richard Garcia in Dick's Dirty News. What? Take it away, Dick. All right, guys. So where should we start off at? Because it seems like there's a lot of stuff that happened this past week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, wherever, wherever you want to start, brother. Let's start with Maryland, I guess. Let's just get it out of the, let's just get it out of the way then. So uh, yesterday, apparently a lot of people have a, a divided opinion over uh, a segment on your mom's house. Uh, for those that don't know, it's a podcast oh. with uh, Tom Segura and his wife, Christina P., and uh, they did a bit on pro wrestling. Um, I actually have the video. Um, we have the, let's go ahead and uh, pull it up. Let's uh, share the screen. Because yeah. uh, we can we can talk about this. We can discuss. Ooh, I like this. I have it queued up and ready to go. And a guy for everyone a summer seems to have an was, opinion oh. about it, but let's just go ahead and play it. He's really into wrestling. Like, really into wrestling. And that's about the equivalent of... <laughs> An adult watching Puppy Dog <laughs> So many guys who love wrestling. <laughs> I think wrestling is for fucking retards. But it is. But so many people. So <laughs> like many people. It, it love is the it. fucking <laughs> stupidest shit. And I think you're a fucking tool. <laughs> if you're like, hey, man, it's not fake. It's fucking it's fake, fake. And you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But- all right. First of all, we know it's fake. We know it's not like they're really trying to like hurt each other. We we know that, right? Like I feel like that's a take that people that don't watch wrestling, that's their first go to like, ha, gotcha, you dumb idiot. You R word. <laughs> you never say the R word either, you fucks. Cause that's that's just retarded. Yeah. Totally retarded. Uh, <laughs> what 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 do you guys think? So far, I mean, we can go deeper in this video. Let's finish the whole clip and let's, let's just react to that whole bullshit. It's like right. a nine-minute clip, oh, by shit. the way. Oh, shit, nine minutes. Holy crap. Yeah. We play like the um, two minutes that we posted on the, yeah, the IG. That's all right. All right. But yeah, grow up. They're not real fights. Uh, these are just stunt people. <laughs> but imagine. And the fact that, like, guys are like, man, did you see the Undertaker reaction? That, that's who he loved. He liked Undertaker, Jesus and Christ. he made me go to a WWE event in yeah. in LA. When it's I pathetic. Was, it's pathetic. I'll You're tell a you pathetic what, though. Person. I'll tell you what. Yeah. It was actually pretty fun. What was the event? Going to a live wrestling. Yeah. So is the Special Olympics. It's a fun <laughs> thing to go to, but it's not real. It's not a real competition. Of course not. But some people do. The people who think it's real, they are R-worded. Definitely. They're completely retarded. Yeah. It's for children. It's not for... But when it's a male adult... If you're over 11 and you're like, you see SmackDown last night? <laughs> <laughs> That's how this guy was. And he knew all of them. And, and the then stories. he tagged in his partner. And then they grabbed a chair. Man. I, I never thought we would see the day. Yeah, I know. That the Bass Brothers... <laughs> Would hold the belt. What the fuck is wrong Wait, with you? Wait, and then he would tell me the saga. He's like, and then, you know, Vince McMahon, he's the bad guy. And Vince owned the whatever. And no, I'm like, it's, it, you are know, you kidding me? That's how shit? the ads for wrestling should be. It should be like, WWE, this is for diminished capacity. That should be their tag for the fucking wrestling show. Wee, 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 uneducated. Jesus Christ. It's not a real sport. They're so dumb. I mean, what, do you like that or something? No, Josh Potter Me? does. Yeah. No, that Potter is the one that likes wrestling. Yeah, he Does he? Likes wrestling. Mm-hmm. he likes I thought he liked real sports. 
He also likes fake ones. Wow. So, I think is that that's enough? enough there. Uh, <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, shout out to Josh Potter, the real, the real homie, apparently. Yeah, Josh Potter uh, holding yeah, it down. He has a lot of different takes there. Some I do agree with, some I don't, obviously. Like, no shit wrestling's fake, you fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, we know this. It's not like we're trying to defend it like, oh, my God. But there's uh, – Ziggler actually came out, and it, he, he, he kind of had what I was thinking. Like, you watch TV shows. We know that's not real, right? We know Iron Man isn't real, right? Well, of course. I'm just kidding. But well, I mean, uh, like, wait, what? It's oh fake? shit, Bob! Did did I just uh, broke my heart there? Broke my sorry. heart there. Too. You know, my oh, grandma, okay, my grandma, uh, told me Santa Claus wasn't real when I was <laughs> like when I was like five. <laughs> Your grandma's harsh, bro. Super <laughs> super religious lady, um, and she was like, I was like, I can't wait to, for Santa to come to my house, and she's like, you know, Santa's not real, right? And I'm like, Jeez. no, he's real. He's like, he's, she's like, uh, no, he's not. We we need to celebrate Jesus's birthday and stop uh, talking about Santa Claus because he's not even real. Your mom and dad buy your presents. Like, Whoa, I'm five years old. My mom was pissed. My mom Gotta was draw so a line mad. somewhere. But because she was more mad that people were giving all the shine to Santa Claus and not giving enough to Jesus Christ, apparently. Well, Jesus ain't real, lady. You shouldn't like. Sit here, grandma. Jesus Realest grandma in the room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we know we know that you know it's not a real real sport, but it's still fun and entertaining to watch. Storylines, the characters. I get. Yeah. I mean, I get into mostly mostly everybody. Look at look at look at what of a child R word I am in his eyes to have <laughs> you know money in the bank poster in my as my virtual background. Um, Diminished I'm, capacity, dude. And I love right. Tom Segura. He's probably my favorite comedian today. Up uh, there for sure. We love. We all love him. Like, dude, the best. One of the best right now. But I also think he's doing a bit too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people are mostly missing the bit in the whole uh, conversation. It, he likes wrestling. I, I think he said it before. He's like he likes wrestling. But I think uh, just to go with the bit, he you know made fun of it. Yeah, I mean, just. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. And he's referring to those people, to the people who actually think it's real, which is a very probably small population, you know, like maybe people in Trump country or like, you know, the people who really think it's a real sport will argue that. So I do agree with them in that sense that you are a retarded if you believe <laughs> that it's real, not scripted. Yes. But yeah. Come on. Everybody knows at this point, you know. The shtick is up. I, I lost it when he said, "Did you watch SmackDown?" Like <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> when he said, "The Undertaker," <laughs> oh, dude, I lost it. <laughs> but the Chris, Bash Brothers, bro. Yeah, I think he was talking about the Usos. Is um, that what he was thinking? No, I don't know. Oh, there, there was a tag team called the Bash Brothers uh, back in the mid two thousands. Maybe that's what he's talking about. I never thought and I'd see maybe, the day. Maybe they're talking about that. But anyways, uh, I don't have a problem with it. It, it is. I mean. I think he did it. I mean, obviously, he did it as a, as a skit. If you listen to that segment later on toward the end, he does kind of retract saying that uh, wrestling fans are some of the most retarded people on there because he does list those who are flat earthers and those who are anti-vaxxers higher. So if you listen to the whole segment, he doesn't completely say wrestling fans are the most retarded people on the planet. It's, okay, third most. Compared to everything else, they're okay. But um, Third the issue R-word. that everyone has is the fact that, yeah, using the R word nowadays, I mean, now in a PC, now in a more politically correct environment, 
is kind of trading waters. Uh, that's I think that's where a lot of people people have the issue with was the fact that they use the R word more than uh, bashing the rest of the fans itself. Yeah. Right, but yeah, well, he, he was taking a shot at wrestling fans, but it was a bit. I do disagree with a lot of things he said, though. Like Special Olympics, I've been to a couple; they're not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> not nearly as fun as going to a WWE live event. Sorry, guys, if that's not PC. But this is coming from two people. They're, du- they're just they're just as dumb as we are. I get it because they they watch reality TV, which is even faker than the rest of the oh, wrestling we watch. Yeah, you want to talk uh, about absolutely. fake, the right? And bachelor? then they have fucking they're into dumbass TikToks made by like eleven year olds. So come on. It's, you and gotta like, take it with a little bit of levity, I guess. So whatever. Yeah, and the people I, like on Twitter too. He's like, he's totally healing it up there too. Like he's like, people are like coming for his throat, and he's just like, nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Yeah, you can't back down from that, dude. Like you, he, once, you, once you say it, you gotta you gotta keep going with it, dude. Right, like fuck it, I'm here already. Yeah, lean in. Uh, sh- just just minus the whole R word thing is probably, I mean, everything else I agree with. I mean, it is what, like I said, he, it's a bit, I get it. Uh, probably shouldn't have used the R word in hindsight, but again, it's not my bit, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would, I'd like to go on their podcast and talk about wrestling. For sure. I'd nerd out. Dude, we cry about wrestling out. I'm not, there's no shame in that. We cry in those special moments. Call me retarded if you want, but yeah. watch reality TV there's and all that. emotional value in these matches that we watch, you know? There's a story being told. We'll see if uh, Tom does take up Dolph's offer to be on the show. Oh, we... Dolph's going to be on the show, for sure. Because he's like a comedian, he's a comedian, too. too. Yeah, so yeah. it fits their, their thing. Uh, what else we got, Dick? All right. So now we got that out of the way. Uh, earlier this week, uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. So earlier this week, um, you guys remember from uh, Full Gear back in November with uh, the match with Kenny Omega and John Moxley? Yeah. What about it? Okay. So a couple of days ago, it was revealed that the State Athletic Commission in Maryland fined AEW $10,000 for excessive blood in that match. What? What? Yeah, apparently that's still a thing. Was that for like the the barbed wire like cage that match, right? It was for that match itself. There, there was a couple spots where, um, you know, we we're going back and forth as far as whether or not uh, they drew real blood or whether it was gimmick blood. Um, either way, uh, it was later revealed as of this past week that they were fined ten thousand dollars, and uh, the the conduct was that it's unsportsmanlike or physically dangerous conduct and deliberately lacerating oneself or one's opponent or by any other means introducing human or animal blood into the ring. So by violating that, they got fined ten thousand dollars. That's so weird. That but they're that, not a sport. I mean, I mean, going it's, back to the Tom Segura thing. Yeah, I it's, mean, going back to it. Yeah, you can't. Uh, it's weird how if you're putting on like a act or something like that's a production that's not technically a sport why would the sports and athletic commission have some like um the ability to do that that's kind of weird well i can answer that i can answer that question so it it appears that this all started because uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with chris cruz used to be a former wcw announcer toward the end of the uh, toward the end of wcw's run no no he had had brought that up to uh the state athletic commission when no one else had a problem with it he happened to bring it up and said, hey, you know, there, there is blood in this match. And um, it goes against your guys' policy as far as what's allowed in a sporting event. 
So they did the investigation and they determined that yes, they did violate it. And that's why they're fined $10,000 just because one person had a problem with the blood in that match. What a dick. And I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that. I, I I don't know what his end goal was or why he did that, but he felt the need to uh, just to, just to just to say something about it. And uh, that's to me is a, I mean, that's obviously a snitch right there. Like, yeah, that, that reminds me of uh, what's his name from the uh, that uh, Dark Side of the Ring, the guy that like exposed the business on the David Schultz episode, Mansfield. No. Yes. Uh, Yes, 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 yeah, Mansfield. That he, um, his idea behind it. I'm glad you brought up that episode. By the way, that's a very it was, good episode. It's the best one. I'm one of them up there. He, um, he had gotten he had gotten um, screwed over by the promoters, and um, to take it out on them, he went on 2020 to kind of expose the business and be like, well, and, th- and this analogy I thought was great, and he made an analogy saying, well, if Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, how come he didn't free the pro wrestlers? All right, that's a stretch. Yes. Okay, that's a that's he a, that's he a, said that. That's a stretch, and, man. Yeah, and there's just so much wrong with 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 that um with that quote. Um, I and uh, and you can make the argument and say, well, maybe he was trying to better the the promotion or better the business, but at the same time, he did it for his own selfish gains. At the same time, okay. My whole thing about this is it's ten thousand dollars. It's no. not a lot of money. I mean, it's no. not. But I mean, no one wants to lose ten thousand dollars, though. I'd like no, ten thousand dollars, obviously. But I mean, I think it was just kind of like a, a jab at him, just to like, just to be, you know, controversial, be a holes, if you will. But I, I don't see it as like a, like a big deal. Yeah, it was more just like, hey, we're still powerful. You fuck, check this out. Yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll take a little jab at you real quick. Let you know who uh, we're watching or whatever. Eh. It's like. Like AEW is trying to bring it back to like the you know, the uh, you know Attitude Era and the blood and you know. Well, I mean, at this point, don't run shows in Maryland anymore because Dustin Rhodes at uh, D- Double or Nothing last year bled like I thought he was gonna be in a lot of trouble from all the bloody loss. Just go do more. Just get out of there. Don't don't film yeah. there no more. All right, yes. you want to find us ten thousand dollars here? Well, no more shows in your community. No uh, no money going to your economy. Then that's what I would do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what else we got, Dick? All right. So, uh, Roman Reigns, yeah, he, I don't know if you guys heard, saw the interview with him in TMZ. He finally addressed the rumors as far as why he didn't show up to WrestleMania this year and why he's been MIA. It appears that uh, during that week of WrestleMania tapings, he, uh, he became a dad again, and uh, his wife had given birth to two uh, twins. And uh, that's the reason why he decided to skip on WrestleMania Instead of uh, being at the show, dang the Usos part two, damn yeah, are they, that, are they twin boys? I believe it's twin girl. I think it's twin girls. But damn. Um, either yeah. way, like he, they're gonna be he, wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably for I mean, sure. That bloodline for sure gonna be wrestlers, uh, and they're gonna be like the female Usos, right? Nia Jackson. But yeah, he, he mentioned in the interview that he wanted to be there for his growing family. He would like to get back in the ring, but feels that he has an obligation to his family and community. Uh, he does shoot down the rumors that it wasn't due to his health. And he, in fact, he says he's in great health, which is good. I mean, if he says he's in good health, then I, I'll take him at his word for it. Um, and he doesn't really know when he's going to be back on WWE TV, but it's just like, I've just it's strange how he like says that and then 
WWE doesn't mention his name ever since. But and then also not to top it off, like he dropped out all of a sudden at WrestleMania. Like it's yeah. just I don't know. Is it coincidental? Is there more to, to, to the story? I don't know, but I thought it was funny just, that that they edited him out of when Seth cashed in Money in the Bank. That's right, they did. Like wow. that's why I think that's weird because they made it look like Seth pinned Brock Lesnar, unless that's the story they want to tell. But they totally just they showed Seth giving Brock the curb stomp and then fade to black and then the one two three and then he's the champion, uh, which was weird uh, to say the right. least. Unless they just want to keep Roman looking strong. It's it's also very weird that they're like not bringing him up at all. Like they usually bring up somebody when they're gone. They're like, "Hey, what are you gonna get back? We don't know." And they're kind of like just they kind of like aced him out of everything. I yeah. think it's partially because they um, he's not gonna come back anytime soon. So why uh, there's no real point to talk about him? I don't think just to push the other stories along. That's he what I was thinking too. One, one of the bigger stars. So, if anything, I think it could be detrimental to anyone else's storyline if they keep bringing him up without ha- actually having him be a part of the show. Like, why promote yeah. someone that's not going to be there? Or right. talk and, I'm fi- and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, why, 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 why go out of the way to kind of edit him out of your opening promo for your television shows? Yeah, that's weird. It's definitely on purpose. Yeah. There's no accidents there. WWE's very calculated, so there's probably a reason for it. But I'm... I'm- whatever it is and and even then like when the when the pandemic had started uh they said that uh they did mention that if you don't feel comfortable working you don't have to work you're not obligated to work so that's why roman probably took up that offer and said you know what i'm not even i mean that's what the speculation works is like he just dropped all of a sudden right before uh the wrestlemania tape like a day before two days before like a day before yeah it's wild man um, yeah, so I don't know, and, and and then the comments about that as well. Like, I just find it strange. Like, an obligation to—I mean, obligation to his family, I get, but then and to the community, as far as like, is he staying home because taking care of his family and he wants to show the it's community? Just for the hey, family. Well, I mean, maybe he wants to set an example. Like, we need to take this like virus seriously. You, know, I don't know. That's what I got out of it. Like, okay, like I you know I'm not going to endanger my health. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be there, and. And again, that's fine, but it's just it's just the, the wording of it. Just I just find it a little strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at the guy. Yeah, no. it is what it is. I, it shouldn't be, and it's just like he he chose to make a decision, and it's it's fine. Like I don't fault him for for not being there. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable being at at the tapings and during this pandemic, you you don't have any right to. And AEW is doing the same thing as well. I mean, you could tell, like, yeah, it's affecting it's affecting both shows because they're working with a limited roster. They would like to have full capacity, but they're doing what they can right now, given with who's there and who's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Dick? All right. So uh, yesterday, this uh, the mayor of Boston, Mayor Marty, Marty Walsh, she made a statement saying that any public outdoor event is going to be canceled up until Labor Day. So any festivals, parades, uh, public gatherings are going to be pushed back until Labor Day. So how does this affect wrestling? SummerSlam is supposed to be in Boston in August. So it appears that if that's the case, there's no, SummerSlam is not going to happen in Boston. And I somehow doubt that they're going to do an empty arena show in Boston. No. 
there's there's I just mean, no way they're gonna there's fly no, I mean, no point. There's yeah. no point given that they have their own PC to do that show. I mean, I mean, granted, Boston's not too far from their headquarters in, in Stamford. It's it's not a it's it's not a terrible distance, but uh, why do an empty arena in show in Boston where you can easily do it at your PC? We have everything set up. Yeah, um, I mean, or go somewhere else where that will allow you know some kind of show. Um, yeah, because I, I think by August we'll be kind of back to normal. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, uh, right now, Florida, I mean, they're they're one of the first states that opened up. We mentioned that uh, there is a plan involved trying to get people into into uh, return things to normal, going to stores. Uh, might be a possibility where if they do have sporting events in Florida, maybe do it at a reduced capacity. Uh, so maybe SummerSlam might be a test run as far as trying to get an attendance in there. I'm talking about like outside uh, outside of the company maybe get some actual fans in there uh so they could possibly do that uh again this is not 100 percent confirmed but uh given what the mayor's statements were yesterday it appears likely that there's not gonna be an actual summer sign with a full capacity of like 20,000 people in boston this year so they may have to cancel it and wait till next year to have people in attendance yeah, I just got an email from Chainfest. They moved it to October because it was supposed to be like next week, but they moved it to October. And then I just got another email saying that they're moving it to 2021. 2020 is uh, canceled, guys. Yeah, tw- just let's pack let- it up. Happy New Year on uh, January 1st. It's going to be 2020. Uh, we're going to do try it again. Just redo. Run, it, run it back. We're going to redo, <laughs> redo it. Hopefully a redo. Um, edit, we'll edit, edit, edit 2020. Yeah, edit. 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 <laughs> Edit. <laughs> That's a throwback there, boy. Oh, man. Uh, anything else, Dick? Uh, you know, that's pretty much it as far as, as, far as like, the, the news goes. Okay. Um, we, let's get into kind of what happened this week in wrestling. Uh, we, find, we found out who the last person for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view is going to be, and it is AJ Styles making his return after the, money in, after the, uh, the Boneyard match. Um, which may or may not be uh, a gay bar. Um, <laughs> where? What do you guys think about AJ? I mean, this Money in the Bank just got even more stacked um, right. with AJ Styles being included. The perfect use for him right now, too, uh, coming off that awesome Boneyard match, especially without his uh, cronies with him anymore. Yeah. I think now it's back to establishing AJ again as the badass. Uh, I mean, as you know, one of the top guys in wrestling. So perfect spot for him. Yeah. What do they do? What do they do to Bailey's face on this poster? I don't know. It's kind of. I have no clue. It looks so weird. Charlotte too. She looks weird. They do weird things to their posters. (laughs) It looks. It looks. It doesn't. It doesn't look uh, very uh, photogenic. She looks like 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 she tried to turn herself into a cat. Even uh, Drew McIntyre. (laughs) With this smile, like it, no, don't don't smile. Why dude. is he smiling all the time? All of a sudden, he's supposed smiling. to be a badass. Champ, champ, smile. Apparently, yeah, I don't know. But Braun doesn't smile, oh, right? He shouldn't. I forget he's a champ. That's weird to me, right? He, yeah, he's a universal champion. In case you guys forgot, <laughs> that's weird. That just goes to show you how little effort, like they they really put they little emphasize on the universal champion, really on SmackDown for that matter. Um. But yeah, I mean, Raw was kind of just not not really anything happened. It didn't really get me pumped up uh, for the pay per view coming up. SmackDown did, I thought, did a better job at getting me pumped for the pay per view. Um, right. 
I mean, they they had a gauntlet match for the last spot, and AJ won that. Um, and that gauntlet match took about forty five minutes. I mean, it it took up a good portion of the show. It's a great way to kill time. I which I understand why they do that because you got three hours to kill, especially with uh, a limited roster. Uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to like try to kill as much time as you can. They got really creative with eliminating Bobby Lashley from this match, also, which I didn't really like. Um, he was dominant through the whole thing, and then he shoved the referee because the referee was getting in his face, and that that's enough for a DQ now. Um, so. I mean, that was the only kind of thing that, that I can think of that bothered me about the show. But overall, Raw was just Raw. The same same old Raw we've been getting every for the same past every two months. Every quarantine week. Um, did you guys catch AJ? I mean, yeah. The highlight of the night was just AJ getting added to the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, it's big time. So, uh, so now we have a full... Uh, now we know who the full roster is for the men's uh, Money in the Bank match. Who do we got? We got Dan O'Brien, Otis... Um, AJ, AJ Corbin, Alistair, Alistair Black. That's a good. That's a good class. And Ray Mysterio. Yeah, that's it's stacked. That's a that's a that's a list. That but is the risk worth the reward? God, I I I hate that they that they just pound these buzzwords into our head. (laughs) The risk is worth the reward. I'm gonna start saying that a lot during the show now. Oh God. Um, did you guys catch AEW? AEW was fucking I awesome this it. week. Uh, like a couple of highlights and damn, dude, that show is so good. Yeah, I, I, I it, they know what they're doing, and they're not. You could tell they they care about what they're doing. Uh, Cody versus um, Joey Janela actually caught me off guard for the opening match on the show. Really, really good match. Uh, it kind of had a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, Janela's like Janela's gotten so much better. More. He's gotten so much better in the ring, and I think he's starting to, you know, lose that beer belly a little bit. Uh, he's mm-hmm. looking, he's looking good. He's looking real good out there. He's really more on uh, AW Dark. He's usually wrestling every week on Dark, but once, oh, okay. every, once in a while, you'll see him on on the regular show. But yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a lot better than people give him credit for because a lot of people see him just more as a as a hardcore wrestler who just does these dangerous stunts, and he's really more than that. And and it's a good thing that. AEW's allowed him to show what he can actually do. Yeah, there was like a lot of mat wrestling involved in this. Uh, a lot of a lot of counters and things of the sort. I thought it was a really good way to open the match. And then the main event, uh, Matt Hardy making his debut uh, in a street fight. I don't. I didn't know it was a street fight until they I started fighting in a street fight. So they brought it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I watched it twice, and it was better the second time around, in my opinion, because I they really went all out for this match. Uh, especially Omega and, and Guevara, especially Sammy Guevara. He's, he's really on another level right now. He's, uh, he's taking advantage. He's taking the opportunity to given how there's a very limited amount of people on the roster wrestling right now. He's making the most out of it. Yeah. Send in the Mexicans during yeah. a pandemic. The Mexicans will work the hardest. I'll cover you, baby. <laughs> um, His stock is going way up. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's getting, he's getting better and better. Ever since he joined the inner circle, he's gotten way more relevant. Um, I, I've I've liked Sammy Guevara since I saw him uh, at Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah, but he's 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 awesome. He's a young kid too, right? Although, he's like twenty something, right? Yeah, he's, he's super early, young. He's in his I think mid twenties, I want to say. But yeah, he's a he's a young dude. I think he's he's getting that that Jericho rub, dude. He knows he's starting to get that work ethic. Yeah, and Tito Ortiz and uh, Carlos Santana. Santana. They're also yeah. doing their that whole inner circle is 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 really dope. 
Um, I was I was telling you, you guys the- I like that match because like they, they there were so many meme worthy moments and I think oh that totally W like they have that down so good yeah they they know they're they're smart I mean when you think about it um and they're, they'll probably capitalize on on a lot of those memeable moments too and they like should. When, when Kenny was in the golf cart and pointing at uh, yeah <laughs> that that was awesome um how about the the moonsault off the off the scissor lift dude Ooh, that, that was, was that was insane. I think he just went for it. I don't think he like. I'm obviously it was a planned spot, but I don't think he really like was like all right, like worried about it. He just got to the top and then jumped off, like whether they were ready or not. I was I was I was kind of scared because it looked like he was gonna slip on that like that top pole. Yeah, I was. I was it looked slippery. I was worried for him. Um, the margin of error for those moves are thin. Is the risk worth the reward? Ooh, nice <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I was wondering where the fuck you were going with that shit. I was like, uh. Um, also, something that bothered me um, on AEW, one of the few things that did, um, Brody Lee is going to be getting an AEW title shot um, come at, at double or nothing. I thought they wanted to, like, focus on win-loss, win-loss records. Um, so he gets he, Moxley. Moxley. Who did Moxley fight? Um, who was it? Um, could have swear I wrote it. Kazarian. He fought Kazarian. That was a decent match as well. It, it was actually a really good match, too. That one was really like Matt, Matt based, also. Um, so he beats Kazarian. Kazarian put up a really good fight. Um, he gets Excuse beat me. up by the inner circle, right? And then, um, Brody Lee's just like, You have something that I want. And then they beat him down. And then Moxley gets on the mic and said, Dude, all you had to do was ask. So, I get that maybe the champion can make his own rules and get his own op- opponents, but I thought we were going to be following a ranking system. Well, if you look at the we're... rankings, I think Cody is number one, and he's mm-hmm. not allowed to get an AW title shot anymore. That's true. So we're like sick into that, surprisingly. Um, but I don't think Brody Lee's number two. There's no way. He's been in there for like He's only had like two matches, and they've all been squash matches. <laughs> they've been squash matches, but I, I but right now they probably need someone to uh, – to few with Moxley. I mean, my thing is, look, you, you look at you look at the opponents. You look at the, those who are holding the belt. Uh, Jericho was the first one to be AW champion, and that was the right move at the time because Hangman was not ready to be champion. Jericho then lost the belt to uh, John Moxley. Uh, you can make the argument say, well, Moxley shouldn't have got the belt at the time. Uh, it didn't. I mean, it was fine. I think Moxley being champion is yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. But you you look at like his. The title fits. He he faced Jake Hagar, former WWE uh, wrestler. Yes. Now he's going to face Brody Lee, former WWE wrestler. Yes. There's kind of a pattern right there. I mentioned this a while back. Like AEW just needs to take it easy with emphasizing too much on former WWE talent because TNA did that years ago, and they got labeled as WWE minor. Like all the minor stars in that WWE were going to go to TNA and become big stars. It's a slippery slope. Um, it is because you do want that star power of like, oh, he used to wrestle over here, um, and you get a lot of people that you know, like me, that like people that I thought didn't get a fair shot in WWE going to AEW and doing something awesome. That's what I'm there. That's what I'm excited for them for. Uh, but you also got to build your own stars and look at Lance Archer. Look at guys that they're they're built. They're doing a great job of building up other guys too. Um, like honestly, I'm glad you mentioned Lance Archer. I I think if he's if he wasn't with the feud with Cody. I would put him as I would put him as 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 a number one contender for the title. Yeah, well now for the TNT title, 
um, you're gonna get Cody versus Lance Archer. They're the, in the finals. Uh, that double at double or nothing. So it's gonna be good. I I kind of saw that coming because they've been calling out Cody from the beginning. So and once I saw the the brackets, I was like, okay, it's gonna be Cody versus Lance Archer. Uh, but they're they're building him to be a serious monster. Uh, I, I saw like, so. uh, that 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 whole talk with uh, Brody and Moxley, how they were talking to each other and they were saying like, I don't know who you are, I don't know about anything about you. And it's like, dude, you guys were in WWE together, yeah. you know each other. Stop, <laughs> well, Brody did say playing. like he he did say like you know we we might we might have known each other in the past, but I'm you know I'm a different person now. <laughs> Obviously, so they're 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 both two different individuals. I, I, I'll I'll say this: I love Brody Lee's character, dude. It's it's money. Yeah, um, it's totally different than what he was doing with the pit stains and the wife beater in in WWE. Yeah, definitely. I, I love, love it. Those. Um, and then and uh, another thing about Brody Lee, real quick, um, is that he's a good promo guy. He's a great promo guy. Oh, he's awesome. But you never known that in WWE because. He never got a chance to really shine by himself. I mean, there was a few moments where he did, but for the most part, it was Bray who was doing the promos. I mean, but Bray's Bray also. Um, yeah. A wrestling savant. He's a genius, man. Um, also, Matt Hardy, I thought, looked pretty good in, in, in the over, overall. Um, I like that they, they threw him in an ice bin, and then he came out as like reborn as Damascus with the with the full getup and everything. I thought that was a, a nice little touch. I loved it. Um <laughs> NXT, did anything really happen on NXT? I well, they, did Cross. Hype, they did hype to show up as and this was supposed to be like a takeover like show because of Charlotte versus Eel Shirai. And uh, it was a good match, but just the it just ended up being a disappointment. The finish was a disappointment. It ended up being a disqualification. But we Charlotte just, just busted out a Kendo stick, right? So uh, Possible triple threat, perhaps. The, the title uh, match is pretty good too. The Velveteen versus Ah, that's a match I, I forgot to go back and watch. Velveteen versus Adam Cole. Um, I I well basically Adam Cole won, but it was a tight match. You gotta see it. Okay. Decent match. Uh did help little help from uh Undisputed Era. Of course. You got but it. You got it. Velveteen's um, new I, look looks pretty sick too. That the new the black tights he was rocking. Oh, the one where you he, can see his dick? Yeah, he looks like a champ in those, dude. <laughs> <laughs> For real, in many ways. But many ways. But it, I don't. But it, and there was no doubt in my mind. Adam Cole wasn't going to drop the belt to him. Not uh, no, not yet. No. Not on a. Title, I think it'd be a dope ass shock. Like whoa. But especially right but, now with the trouble he's kind of in right now too. That yeah. also didn't help either. But even then, even before that happened, I didn't see him being uh, winning the belt from Adam Cole. You might as well keep the belt on him for uh, for as long as you can, really. I mean, the question remains. I think this is a lot of guys with, with who are champions. Do you keep it on them and wait until you get a crowd, or do you do it when the time is right, regardless of whether or not there's a crowd? Oh, I think- and Cross looked pretty sick too, but it was a squash. But still, he um, they you could tell they think very important of of him because of the entrance. That shit was so long. I mean. For, like, Quarantine entrance. I, I liked like, it. Oh, I liked it. Why is it I, I don't like Scarlett coming out and like lip syncing to the lyrics of the song. <laughs> I thought that was really lame. Uh, I'm but, fine with it. But okay, Scarlett's cool. awesome though. I, I think it'll pop. I think it'll pop when there's a crowd though. Yeah. Nah. It'll I mean, pop for sure because that entrance is is fucking pretty detailed. It's not quite Nakamura awesome, but it's it could get there. 
I don't like. The I like. You game. know what? I like the entrance. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disagree with you guys. I, I like the entrance. It makes. No, him, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it makes them feel very important. Right. Know? And and Is that's it, what. And the first impressions are very important. And when you see him for the first time, you're like, now this guy's like, this guy's a legit motherfucker. Like he. He's scary looking as fuck. fuck. Yeah, he's scary. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, like to, like, I, I liked the entrance. I just didn't like Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> Minus yeah, the, that, and it's perfect. The lip syncing really threw it off for me. But yeah, yeah. Scarlet's awesome, but maybe yeah. not doing that. Leon Ruff, he got fucked up. But. <laughs> yeah, two two sidal suplexes. <laughs> Ooh, those are so tapped good. out real quick. It, it, yeah, he's he's. I think he's right where he needs to be next. Those game. suplexes are rough. That's a hard one to tape because the way they grab you from the side, it's kind of an awkward way to, to get thrown. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know how to put my body. I'd break my neck. <laughs> oh, Gargano Dijak was sick, too. All right. I want to talk about Gargano for a second because he had the best theme in NXT and maybe WWE in, in, in total. Um, and now he has new uh, darker theme music, and I'm really bummed about it. You know what? You got to keep back. in mind he's a heel. Yeah. When he comes back to Faceland, it's coming back. Oh, when, when yeah. When he comes back to being a face and that music hits, it's yeah. going to, people are going to go crazy. Um, but actually, it was nice to see him not wrestling Tommaso Ciampa. Agreed, 100%. It was, it was so refreshing. And he got the win over a very good wrestler. Yeah, so Dijakovic is no joke. Yeah. Um, I thought the risk was worth the reward in that match. Oh, <laughs> um, I thought Kushida and Jake Atlas had a good match, too. This was a really good episode of NXT, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that finish was cool, too. Yeah. I love finishes like that. The midair arm breaker. Um, yeah, when you get caught in something like that. It's, yeah. like, realistic. That's exactly. what happens in a, in a fight. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, NXT. Good job. Good job, NXT. Both, both shows this week, uh, Wednesday shows, they've been consistently good. Uh, some days are better than others, obviously. Uh, NXT, I thought was, you know, like I said, NXT was good, but it was supposed to be, like, a how the way they promoted it, it was supposed to be, like, a takeover-like show. I didn't get that. I didn't get that from. I just thought it was going to be a stack show because they're trying to beat AEW every week. And they and they didn't. How do you, what do you guys think about Charlotte coming in and just kind of jobbing out all the people that have been working hard at NXT? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I've been wanting to talk about this. Like the whole idea for Charlotte to be on NXT was to help out with the ratings and try to beat AEW in the ratings. And Obviously. ever since Charlotte did come on there, they've only beat AEW twice so far so it's not quite working and if you look at how it was before that when Finn Balor first got on NXT it did help a little bit but then it just plateaued and it just became it hasn't increased or decreased for for Balor but here it's like the ratings are decreasing I don't know if it's more it applies more to do with the fact that we're going through uh this lockdown we're, we're going through quarantine and wrestling's just not popular right now yeah yeah so that's another factor to decide. Uh, and then but going back to Charlotte. Yeah, you're right. Like she really is on another level compared to uh, really the rest of the women on the roster, uh, on the NXT roster. She's definitely higher than any of the other women wrestlers on Raw for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it's woman reigns. Woman reigns. I mean, that's essentially it. She just comes in and beats everyone. And, you know, she's awesome. She's great in the ring. But I feel like, you know, she shouldn't just be steamrolling everybody. And, and this goes back to WrestleMania, where they should not have dropped the belt. They, they were really shouldn't have dropped the belt to Charlotte. I think that hurt her a little bit, as far as her being a a, a big deal. Yeah, uh, maybe 
maybe they're going to wait. Maybe this is a plan for her to win the belt back at uh, at, at TakeOver where they, they might get, again, the, the whole crowd thing. Maybe they're waiting for this to get a crowd going and they see how things are starting to slowly open up and maybe they think that there's a chance that there might be a crowd and they want to get that reaction. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. Um, hopefully, we'll see what happens, though. Hopefully this shit ends pretty soon because I'm getting pretty tired of these uh, empty arena matches. Um, speaking of AEW, empty- though, they they I like their, I like what they've been doing every week and having people in the crowd. AEW is doing it the right way. They're having the wrestlers go out there and you know help make noise and things like that. There was a lot of people that I didn't recognize in the stands too. Um, I don't know if you caught that, but I don't know. Are they are they able to do that? Because I saw like children um, during the street fight, like you know. It's probably the people's like the wrestlers' family was there. Who knows? Yeah. It was. I don't. I don't think it was some random kids that they picked up off the street. <laughs> Imagine they just are kidnapping kids I, to put I, them I at the show. Literal, literal kidnapping. You want to watch wrestling? Oh, Tony Khan just rolling up in a big black van. Hey kid, you want to watch some wrestling? As as long as they're eleven and under, right? <laughs> right, right. Like Tom said. Yeah. Um. Let's. You're twelve too old. You guys want to get into our predictions for Money in the Bank now? I. Th- oh, actually. Well. We got to talk about SmackDown for a second. Real quickly about SmackDown. Uh, they, Like you said, Drew, I mean, they did probably do a better job as far as hyping up Money in the Bank for uh, this Sunday. Uh, Mandy versus Sonya, I thought they were going to really wait until Sunday to uh, have that match, but it appears they went ahead and decided to, uh, I don't want to say blow it off, but definitely have the start of their have the start of the feud because I don't think this is going to be the only match they're going to have. I don't no, think so either. Probably one of the better feuds that's going on in wrestling right now. I Mandy, think it's a very good feud. Good in, in WWE, I mean, it, you could say it was the best storyline on SmackDown, the whole Mandy and Otis thing. And we're going to see how this is going to transition over to Mandy and Sonya to see if they can keep up with it. Um, of course, you guys may remember the, the one who was responsible for the Mandy and Otis storyline was released. Who? Uh, the female writer. She, I forgot her name, though. Oh, the, the writer. I, I remember, yeah. Yes, the writer. Yeah, she was the one that came up with that storyline, so she's no longer there. So let's see if they can keep up with the momentum as far as that storyline goes. Well, we don't really see Mandy and Otis interacting at all anymore, so we'll see. I don't know. Well, uh, they were interacting quite a bit backstage, uh, like uh, after, like before their match. So oh, I but, fast but forward as far as the storyline goes, let's see if they can keep it up. Yeah. Um, I thought... Um, what fuck I can't think of it right now. Oh, the Forgotten Sons. That's what I was talking about. They are actually looking pretty good out there. Yeah, they're doing a good job with that, surprisingly. Compared for a new tag team. Yeah, compared to what they were on NXT, they were useless in NXT. But they're awesome in it and SmackDown. It's crazy how that how that works. Um and they're well, making them look the really ring, strong and talent in the ring. Yeah. Um uh, making them look really strong. I think they could win this weekend. Um but we'll get our predictions right now. Um, but overall, SmackDown I thought was a, was a better fleshed out show. Not a lot of highlights, but overall, I I was left entertained. What's um, that? The whole entity thing. That's that's gonna keep me intrigued because I'm kind. I love stupid storylines like that. Shit. I'm dude, same way. Like the uh, uh, a mystery. Uh, right. Who's who's behind this? I I'm, I'm a sucker for those kind of storylines too. I think Can't it's wait. Mustafa Ali. Let's uh, take picks now on that real quick. You got Mustafa? Yeah, I got Mustafa. Uh, people are saying it's CM Punk because of uh, of what he said 
uh, it's like a famous CM Punk quote. Which was it? Uh, I wish I wrote it down. The voice for the voiceless. No, 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 no. It was. Damn it! Let me let me look it it's up. Not a, it's I, not a huge deal. Um, I don't. It's not CM Punk. It's not. No, it's definitely not CM Punk. But it's Xavier Woods. I'm gonna guess Xavier Woods. What is a what is a Chad Gable up to these days? When's the last time we've talked about him? It, Shorty it could G. be him as well. Yeah, Shorty G. Shorty G. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome if it was fucking him. Fuck yeah. What if it's now, what if it's uh, both of them? That'd be awesome. Like Mustafa? Shorty G standing on Mustafa's shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> to make him stand up to be the same height as uh Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I hope now I hope that happens. Book it. Yeah. Is the risk worth the reward though? That's what we gotta that's what we gotta find that's out. Exactly. The question <laughs> oh, no. I almost spit out my water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so let's let's get into our predictions now. Um this one's gonna be Mothers in the Bank. Um let's see. We got wait. Jeff Hardy's gonna fight Cesaro? Is that is that what I'm seeing? I thought he was fighting he was with the, the, the wiki page. Let me let me take a look at the actual card and see what we have. Because I thought they were building up him and Sheamus. Sheamus. Because uh, on SmackDown they were they were kind of teasing that because uh, Jeff Hardy did have an interview and during the middle of the interview he was waiting for Sheamus to come out and attack him, and uh, Sheamus did eventually come out, but Hardy laid him out with the twist of fate and a, and a swanton. So that leads me to think that that's going to be the match they're going to do. At Money in the Bank, but let me let me pull up the official card real quick. Let me take a look. Let me go on the WWE website and see what the official yeah, card is. Nice. Jeff and Hardy versus mind, Cesaro. This is as of Saturday, because we're recording Saturday and the show is tomorrow, so the card can always change. And Jeff Harvey, they might add or remove a match. Mothers <laughs> in the Bank is tomorrow. <laughs> um, is anyone going to write down what uh, the picks are? Yeah, I got it right there on the bottom of the okay. Page. You guys, um, since we don't know the the Jeff Hardy match, let's. You want to start with our truth? Yeah, our truth. Right. Whoa, where, where did this match come from? Holy shit! Heaven, because I'm excited for it. Our <laughs> truth and MVP. I'm actually excited for it too. That sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. All charisma championship. Right yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we'll start. Who wants to Who wants to start first? I'll go first. Is, is we'll that go. an actual match they announced? Yeah, it looks like it's on the wiki. It's on the wiki. So Let's I'm going to go with the truth because MVP was supposed to be done. He retired but. after that Rey Mysterio match. <laughs> I'm retired without telling anybody. So I'm going to go our truth. I do like that he's, uh, he's you know, uh, apparently he's a tag. He's a manager for uh, Shane Thorne and Victor Fink. Right? Well, or Vink? MVP. Yeah, it appears that he might have his own stable on, on Raw. That's what it looks and like. And he's doing the VIP lounge. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of MVP these days. I'm actually going to go with MVP on this one. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Dick? He's getting a lot of TV time. Well, if if that's going to be a match, I mean, they haven't really announced it on the, on the WWE website, but if, let's just say if that's a match, I'm going to go with MVP on this one too. Uh, I, I think you you've he's been on Raw every week with the VIP lounge, and now he's introduced uh, his new tag team to a stable. And the whole idea is you want to get you want to get that stable over, and to help that would be an MVP win. There might be some shenanigans from 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 uh, from his team from his tag team as well. So I'm gonna go with MVP. MVP. All right. 
<laughs> we got one truth uh, MVP. All right. Um, let's just go with Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Um, I'm going to go Jeff Hardy. They're, uh, if this is the match that's going to lead into the Sheamus feud, um, which has already pretty much started, they had an interaction on SmackDown. Um, I'm going to go Jeff Hardy just because, I mean, he's back and they've been doing a good job at hyping him up. So, Jeff Hardy. Byron? Jeff Harvey. Also, Jeff Harvey. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Harvey. Harvey has to win for sure. Dick. All right. Uh, you know what? You're right. It, those, those two matches were just recently added right now. That's that's crazy. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. I mean, I I think Cesaro's just. I mean, as much as I like Cesaro, he's just a placeholder right now. Yeah. You go with Cesaro, right? Jeff Hardy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, Hardy's going to win. There's no doubt about it. Watch Sheamus come and cost him the match. Uh, then we all lose. Hey. Actually, <laughs> I'm sticking with Jeff Harvey. Yeah, okay. I'm going to stick with him too. The Enigma, so we're good. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be the changeup. Oh. Cesaro. Oh. It, it appears real, real quick that this match is going to be on the pre-show. I think both these matches are going to be pre-show. You would yeah, think so, absolutely. but it, 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 it's not the case for our truth and MVP. It might actually be on the actual show. Main card status, okay. Um, so, are we going to get together and, and uh, live stream uh, the show? Yeah, you guys yeah. Down? if you guys are. Nothing right. else to do. We should Mom. live stream the, what is it called, like the Money in the Bank uh, matches? Because they'll probably be back-to-back, right? Maybe? Uh, no. Well, actually, I'll they're going to be doing them at the same time, the Money in the Bank matches. It should be kind of cool. Make it faster. If they don't have the Benny Hill music running and them like running from like office to office and like the guys are chasing the guys and then the girls are chasing the guys, you know, they got to go Benny Hill with this. They show up in different offices. They <laughs> open the door and oh, where are you? <laughs> they have to do something like that. They, I hope they're going to be really creative with this. Uh, they think well better. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Money in the Bank match in a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey versus Tamina for some reason. Um, Bobby, who do you got in this one? Bailey, come on. There's no doubt. Come on. Tamina looks strong on SmackDown. She beat her. I don't think so. She kicked out of the Bailey to belly and the elbow drop. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying that's... to sway you in the wrong direction. I'm glad you didn't fall for it. <laughs> that that wasn't convincing enough for Bobby. Like, nope. Nope. Karen's gonna win it. <laughs> Karen. I'd like to speak to your manager referee. And um, if I don't win, I'm speaking to your manager. <laughs> who do you got, Dick? You know, I'm glad to make it to me to look strong because that's what you want to do when you have an opponent coming up for one of your top titles, when you're top titles on the brand, but Tamina hasn't been taken serious in years. Uh, she's just right now as a placeholder uh, until eventually, you know, are we going to, I mean, when are we going to see Charlotte? I mean, I'm sorry. When are we going to see Sasha versus Bailey? That's going to be really where, where it looks like that's where the feud's going to head to or where Bailey's going to be heading towards. Uh, Tamina's just a placeholder right now. So Bailey's going to, it's Bailey's going to retain yeah, uh, they tried to hype up Tamina like they were saying she's had an illustrious career, but I don't remember her doing really much of anything other than giving uh, giving splashes to the people of Tough Enough and them just like Mandy like popping up instantly right after she gave it to her. Um, oh, go man. back and watch that. That was really cringe. Maybe not do that live next time. <laughs> yeah. no, no, um, no, no, no. Who do you got, Byron? 
uh, I'm going with Bailey because uh, Tamina's dad killed somebody. So, okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got championship material. So we're uh, wow, the uh, bronze shoulder really makes this look like a penis on my face. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. That is weird. <laughs> oh, it's very phallic. It's very phallic. Uh, anyways, um, I'm going to go with Bailey on this one, too. Uh, yeah, Tamina. I don't know. Tamina, I don't know why she's there. Um, but anyways. Placeholder. That's really, that's really all she is at this moment. Into the body. Um... Let's go with the Universal Championship. Braun Strowman, the champion, taking on Bray Wyatt. Not the Fiend, just regular-ass Bray yes. Wyatt. Uh, yeah, Rob, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because people think that the Fiend is going to be wrestling uh, Braun, but they didn't advertise the Fiend. They advertised uh, Mr. Rogers' Bray Wyatt to be there. Yeah. Um, so have you gone first yet, Dick? I'll, I'll, I'll go first on this one. Um I don't see the I don't see them dropping the belt to to Braun at this show, especially if they're just if they're announcing it as uh, Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that the Fiend won't show up. He can always make an appearance after the match and and lay out Braun, and they can go in because this this feud's gonna extend. Obviously, I don't see this dying right now. Um, I do eventually see Bray Wyatt re- re- regaining the belt back down the road. That will happen as the Fiend. No, yeah. whether or not it happens at the next pay-per-view or SummerSlam, that'll be determined. But as far as uh, for tomorrow goes, Bray's going to retain. All right. Bob? But well, I'm going to go with Bray. You're going Bray. I think, okay. I think Bray wins because they. I think they They. You know, broke glass in case of emergency for Braun at, uh, because of what happened. And then I'm going to go with Bray. He's going to be a champ. He's a better champ, too. All right, Bob? Uh, this is a tough one. This is a real tough one because if he turns into the fiend mid match, is that counted as a DQ? Because it's interference. It's the same person. Um, I mean, I don't know. That he can't just change into the fiend. I mean, if they go cinematic with this, like they did with the Firefly Funhouse match, they could do anything that they want. Yeah, they could do a little bit of movie magic, you know, a little sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah. So you're gonna but go. With I, I honestly, I think that this is gonna be a a Braun match, just because I think he won't. He hasn't had it for that long, and I think that that this is gonna change up, and then they're gonna have the Fiend versus Braun. Yeah, I think that the way that WWE has been doing it with the Fiend, um, you go through level one Bray, and then you go to level two Bray. Um, so I'm gonna go Braun Strowman on this one because. I do like what they're doing, like, you know, mentioning that he was part of the Wyatt family before. Um, but Braun is going to win this match uh, because they're going to get a Fiend match out of this. And the Fiend should beat Braun Strowman. Yeah. Although if you if you look at, uh, like, the Fiend's matches ever since he came back, ever since he was repackaged, it was usually as the Fiend. And once in a blue moon, they'll throw in uh, Bron- or Bray Wyatt as Mr. Rogers. Now that now this time they're going Mr. Rogers, and then eventually they're probably going to save it for the Fiend. Are we going to get the Fiend versus Brain Strowman? Ooh, that'd be awesome. Because remember, be Braun Braun had an alter ego too. Oh, God, yeah, <laughs> twin Brain, brother, right? Brain Strowman. <laughs> I think the I think Book I it. think uh, uh, Bray wins, and then uh, Braun becomes part of the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, okay. 
I, I could see something like that happening because they could do that. Make a stable. Bring them. Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, let's go with the WWE Championship match next. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew McIntyre has been just destroying everybody. Nobody's been able to get one over on him um, since he was won the title. So I'm going to give it to Drew McIntyre. No, no need to end this yet. Um, although Seth has been cutting really good promos lately. Um, I feel like he's just all in on this persona that he's been de- doing lately. So, But I'm still going to go with Drew McIntyre. Iron, I'm gonna go Drew. Um, he's more of the um, champ, champ of the whole federation, so he's gonna hold that title for a bit. Back. Yeah, like you mentioned uh, with with, uh, Drew, I mean, he really is the top champion in the company right now because they are emphasizing a little bit more on the WWE title than the Universal title. and that's usually the case. Whoever whoever is a champion on Raw is going to be the champion of the company. That's their top champion right there. So I'm, I'm glad that Drew's in that position. We really don't know how successful he is as a champion because he hasn't had a crowd. Yeah. So we, we really can't gauge him. And it wouldn't be fair to drop the belt off to Seth right now, given that he just won the belt last month as well. And that's not fair to him to say well he wasn't a good champion because there's no there's no way to gauge him so there's no way Seth's gonna win the WWE title especially since he lost at WrestleMania to Kevin Owens and logic should say that hey you (laughs) Uh, I see what you did Jimmy Fallick (laughs) (laughs) I like that and Uh, he he shouldn't be champion after losing a a big match at WrestleMania no not at all not at all. So um, uh, Drew's going to retain the belt. Uh, let him be champion for a while, at least until we get a crowd. And let's see how he really is as champion. Um, yeah, I agree. Because, yeah, let, let Drew run with it for the while. He's fucking worked hard enough for it. All right, let's get I, into the... Uh, I think Drew Mack's going to win. Because, oh, shit. I'm sorry, Bob. Yeah. He just needs to stop smiling. That's it. <laughs> He's been smiling way too much for my liking. I don't. I don't remember seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin smiling at every chance he could, um, and that was a real badass. <laughs> it's so All right, weird. what we got next? Um, Smell less. We'll do the Fatal Four Way Tag Team Title. Um, I completely missed this one. Uh, Kofi, the the New Day versus the Miz and Morrison versus the Forgotten Sons versus Lucha House Party. Um, this one, this one could be a lot of fun. Um, they kind of did a variation of this on SmackDown, uh, but um, I'm gonna say my my uh, my pick, Byron. Who do you got on this one? I'm gonna go with uh, the New Day retains because if if they don't, they're gonna they're tossing that shit around like who knows what. So I'm gonna say the New Day, just based on percentages. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. I'm also gonna go with the New Day on this one because. They gotta stop hot hot potatoing this thing uh, around so much. Uh, they just want it, um, so no need to take it off of them. Although, I mean, Forgotten Sons are looking pretty pretty good, um, and they just beat them for a non-title match. But I'm gonna stick with the the New Day. Um, have them face off properly, one on one or two on two, against another team singles. Um, but yes, who do you got, Dick? Want to go, Bobby? Um, I'm just going to say Forgotten Sons, just to be contrary. Nice. And keep in mind, uh, 
they were the ones. Um, not, not, I'm sorry, not Forgotten Sons. Miz and Morrison. They did pick up the win on that um, eight man tag match on um, on SmackDown. They on did. Friday. Yes. To me, they shouldn't have lost the belts. New Day shouldn't have been champions. No, I agree. So I, I don't know why they did that, other than to say that they're eight time tag champs. Well, during the intro, eight time champ sounds is a lot easier to to get through than seven time champs. Is it going to be yeah, easier so, than say nighttime champs? Because uh, they um, could always say it's easier. It's easier to say nine instead of eight. That's true. Well, Twenty is also a, a, a number that they can say too. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I, at this point, I don't really. I mean, the, the, the tag champs on both brands. Let's let's face it. They're they're really there's tag no, divisions. There's no, there's no there's no competition. Yeah. It's very it's very very thin on both sides. Who's the Who's the raw? Oh, the Viking? No, Street Profits. Street Profits are. They're, and, that's uh, where they're not on the show. I thought they were building up. Yet. I thought so they were building up Viking Raiders versus. Tomorrow. I thought they were doing Viking Raiders versus Street Profits, right? Or did they do that on Monday? I don't know. They did that on Monday. Yeah, missed opportunity there. But they can always do it tomorrow. Yeah. Because uh, right now they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches announced. It's kind of so a lot. They could always add another match tomorrow if they feel like that's the case. Although I don't think they should. But so who do you got in this one? It could always change. What do you got, Dick? Uh, you know, I'm going to go Ms. Morrison. I'm, I think they're going to retain. Hey, hey, I, ho, think ho. They just, I wrote I that. think they just <laughs> I think for um, the child's party, they're, they're, if they win, that's a shock to to me. If um, I think it's too soon for the Forgotten Sons to win, even though they did look impressive on Friday, I think it's just too soon. Um, uh- and plus, there's it, it, more to have Morrison and Miz with the belts than having New Day with the belts, in my opinion. All right. Um, let's go Money in the Bank. Women's, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Um, this one's, they're going to be doing it. It's already been taped. We don't know who won. Um, both, both both men's and women's uh, matches have been taped. They were yes. taped a few weeks ago. Another thing I do want to mention is that it appears Becky Lynch may be on the show. Uh, she might have been announced to be at Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. She's not defending, does ch- huh? Does that change your guys' opinion as far as who may win? No. no. I still don't. I still I still feel like I know who's going to win already. Yeah. Right. Um, who do you got, Bob? I'm going to go um, uh, Shayna. Shayna. Mongo McMichael. Let's go, Dick. The the announcement of Becky Lynch being on the show, more than likely she will be on the show, makes me think Shayna is going to win. I don't think she's going to cash in that night, although it's possible because this was taped a while back and Shayna could always cash in at that at that match, and you could have another Shayna Becky Becky match tomorrow. So that's another possibility. So, but they might just throw us a curveball, and I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Part of me th- is thinking Shada. I think it's gonna be some other raw brand. He's either Shada or Nia, and I'm kind of torn between the two because I think they're gonna just have Nia be there. To I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard, dude. It's hard because I, I think it is someone from Raw is gonna win that belt. Well. Uh, because they emphasize it more on the women's on the raw women's side than the than, than SmackDown. Yeah, they gave them a whole segment. They did. 
Dana Brooke ain't winning that shit either. And, and another <laughs> thing is that, no, and Sasha Banks is absent as well. She's not I'm even like You got Nia dick? <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds like a venereal disease. Just, I, I, I think she's dick. I could see Nia cash. I could see Nia winning too. So, okay, so you got Shayna. I'll get my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to definitely not Dana Brooke, not Carmella. Not Carmella's your girl, though. I know. Who's the woman's tag team champs right now? Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. All right, I'm gonna go with Asuka. Fuck it, just because I think why not? Because yeah, it's gonna be Shayna, but let's let's throw a, let's yeah, let's give my people a shot. Asuka. Yeah, I I'm gonna actually agree with you on that one, Byron. Um, I don't think Shayna needs it, and I don't think Nia Nia needs it, other than maybe putting her like lunch in it. Um, you know, she's gonna carry it around. She could have like a lunchbox. Um, I think <laughs> I think Asuka's really fallen off lately, and she needs something. Um, Oscar with the briefcase um, would 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 probably do that for her. So I'm gonna go with Oscar on this one. Oh um, yeah. What do you? Wait, do you, you went with who? I'm going with Oscar. Ooh, okay. Got two Shadas and, uh, and two Oscars, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yo, if Dana Brooke wins, uh, yo, if Dana Brooke Oscar. wins, we riot. I don't think it's anyone from SmackDown. I, 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 the the way that they position this woman's money in the bank match makes me think it's gonna be someone on Raw. Man, I kind of want to change my pick now. To who? Dana Brooke. I mean, to Nia. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Just because she could put, fit so much food inside of that lunchbox. That's like seven turkey I mean, sandwiches, bro. Dude, she could do. She can get like one of those like big sandwiches, and cut it up like in fours, and just stack it inside <laughs> the briefcase. And have some room for chips too. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Dude, I'm gonna keep my pick. I'll keep Shayna. She comes in with the with the lunchbox. It's like money oh, in the wow. bank. They give her her, her own custom her own custom uh, lunchbox. Oh man, I'm dying. <laughs> it's a bit, guys. So I mean, if anyone wants to get mad about it, uh, it's, it's a bit. Let them fuck it. It's uh, de- definitely not gonna be oranges or fruits in there. It's gonna be all carbs, carbs, and like sweets. Rice. You can have yeah. rice in there. Couple, couple of ice creams, sandwiches. <laughs> wow. And masubi. <laughs> uh, hot and Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Nia, Nia Jax eats hot Cheetos. Nia snacks. Oh, <laughs> Nia snacks on hot Cheetos for sure. That shit sounds delicious right now. Actually, I want some hot Cheetos now too. Yeah. Just um. All right. So, the mother, mother in the bank is gonna be Oscar, I think. But anyways, <laughs> let's get into the men's money in the bank. This one is stacked. Except for Otis, everyone in here is a viable uh, winner of the show. By the way, feel bad for Tucker Knight because where is he now that Otis is kind of uh, the Shawn Michaels of the group? Uh, Dan O'Brien, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Otis, and AJ Styles. This uh, is a card. That's a fucking match. There's like three, four people I could see winning it. Imagine this not being gimmicked the way it is for this year. Um, and the risk is definitely worth the reward. Um, but just this match in general, just happening, you know, a regular ladder match. It'd be pretty legit. It'd be legit, but you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna tear it up because the risk is worth the reward. Um, I'm gonna go first on this one. I'm gonna go first on this one. Uh, he was a late addition, but he is the one 
that's going to be able to be like, I came back from a Boneyard match, and I am now Mr. Money in the Bank. Add it to another list of his uh, accomplishments in WWE. AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, will win Whoa. Money in the Bank. That's your pick? That's my pick. AJ? AJ Styles. Not a bad pick. That's, that's a very good pick, pick actually. Especially because he, yeah, you're right. That's a good pick. Who you got, Bobs? This is a tough one, man. It's not going to be Corbin. It's not going to be Otis. Actually, because Otis couldn't even climb up the ladder. That's true. He was breaking it while he was trying. That was pretty funny. Dude, I was dying when that happened. I also like that he's King Hippo now. And if you hit him in the stomach, nothing happens. (laughs) Does he do his shorts? He drops his pants. His shorts shorts are going to have to start falling. Um, but <laughs> or like bear hugger and super super punch out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I want to think that they're gonna give it to somebody new, and I'm just gonna go to uh, Alistair Black. That's a that's an other good pick. Yeah, that is a really good pick too. That was my number two. Because you gotta think about the opponents too, right? Whoever the champion is, who you could see him cashing in on, or what the potential plans are. Yeah, Alistair Black can honestly do that to everybody. It makes sense. Are they going to have two Money in the Banks on the same brand? They could always do that. That's, and it is the other thing that we don't know yet is whether or not you can cash in and go to the other brand. I don't think they've announced that. I think you can do that. You I have a choice. Do they announce it? No, no. I think uh, from last year, I think they mentioned that or something. That's some, yeah, you can you can go up against anybody. Right, you can choose whatever. Yeah, so, like, okay, it, like so it was role. last year. But what about this year? Because they might, have, they could always, they may have, bought, they may have they changed do, it. They do change the rules know, whenever they want. Also, if if let's say two raw people win it, they, it would have to be like you can challenge any belt. Agreed. Agreed. Kind of like the Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, it's exactly like that. I and think. I think yeah. it should, and I and I think it should stay like that. It it, it just adds more to uh, instead of it being predictable, you, you never know. Yeah, you never know, and the risk is worth you the reward. Know. There he is. Hey, Dick, is it your pick or mine? Um, go ahead and go. All right. Both Alistair Black and AJ Styles make good cases. Daniel Bryan makes a good case, too. Um, I really want to go deep right because I just love him. He's my one of my favorites right now, maybe of all time. Uh, but they're making Alistair Black look good for a reason for all this time. And... Yeah, I could see him going in with the fiend, maybe, or someone of that nature. Coming up, something really heavy. He could do his entrance, tight. like coming up from the the thing holding the. Oh, that shit goes there. so hard. That would look dope. Yeah, it does. I could see that. And totally. that theme song. That's still one of my workout playlist songs. That that's, shit's like. It's a really good. It's song. so stupid. I don't even like. I wouldn't normally like a song like that, but since it's for Alistair Black, I love it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Black. It's definitely not Damien Priest. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> He's got to change that shit if he ever wants to be a main card. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dickie boy, who do you got on All this right. one? All right. So I'm going to go last on this one. The thing with Aleister Black, like, it doesn't fit his character if he just walks around with the with the briefcase. I I, I don't know. It just yeah. doesn't It doesn't seem like it's a good fit for him. Nia Jax walking looking... around with a lunchbox makes more sense, you know, to you know, yeah. be walking around. I mean, if you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> and he's always asking for a fight, but it is it would be like unlike him to just cash in all of a sudden. So I don't I don't know about Alistair Black winning. Uh imagine King Corbin metal, winning. He can metal metal that box up though. Yeah he, he could paint, paint it black. He absolutely oh. can. But it's not gonna convince me enough for him to, to for me to think he's gonna win it. Imagine uh, if Stereo, King I don't think they have, they have put in position to win the win the championship. He's just there as a placeholder, just to 
to get some crazy stunts out of him. Uh, Daniel Bryan, I can't picture him cashing it or winning money in the bank again. He's already won it. Otis, to me, is a placeholder. I think it would be out of him, out of his character for him to be money in the bank, but you never, he could, they could always, you know, extend that storyline and have either Mandy or Tucker screw him over at the end. That's a possibility. Uh, I think it, it leads me down to two people, Baron Corbin and AJ Styles. And as much as I hate to say Baron Corbin, they could always have him. Give us another reason to hate the guy. I hate, I, I'm not a fan of him, but if they really want to piss off people, uh, Baron Corbin would be the person to put the belt, to put the, to put the briefcase on him and maybe redeem himself by actually winning the championship. But since they added AJ Styles to the lineup, I'm more inclined to think AJ is going to win it. And I think the right person should be AJ Styles. All right. All right. May J. <laughs> May J Styles. May J. That's it. I'm so, I, I don't know if, if uh, Rosenberg has said that, but I just said it. Uh, so those are our you, picks, Rosenberg. guys. Uh, make sure, you know, we'll, we'll be back on YouTube tomorrow or Twitch or something. I think YouTube. YouTube is probably the easiest uh, to give our give our live reactions during the show. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it could also suck. Um, that's also a possibility. The risk is definitely worth the reward when watching this show. So definitely uh, tune in tomorrow, guys. Or I don't know when the show is going to be put out, but hopefully soon. Uh, but yeah, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling anybody that you think could be into a comedy podcast. Also, a big shout out to our boy Flobo for giving us a review, um, five star review on Google Podcasts. So definitely appreciate that. Uh, I think it was Google or iTunes. Um, but yeah, thank you. Big thank you to, to Flobo. If you want to leave a review, feel free. Go go do that. That, that helps us out. Uh, gets more eyes and ears on the podcast. Um, also, you know, make sure you uh, follow us on the social medias. And never forget, we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting. And we will see you next time. <laughs>